to cinema buns i'm in new york and i'm in paris oh. <laughs> renaissance uh i'm ritter that's mike i'm sure michelangelo kevin and uh hey, yo it's me raf <laughs> i'm sucking on raffy's toes God. <laughs> um and we're talking about... And we're the green lovers. <laughs> Come and rescue us. Michelangelo and Donatello. Sucking on Raffi's toes. God. Uh. Uh, we are talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, the new uh, TMNT movie. Seth May- Rogen's love letter. Yes. Because he is an eternal child. And... Uh, I do not have high expectations for this movie. I'm not going to lie. I had high expectations for this movie because I pay attention. Oh, I don't. I had mid expectations because the the first trailer I saw for the movie, I was not a fan of the art style. For the turtles, it was fine. For the humans. But the humans look like animated garbage pail kids. So garbage pail kids. Yes. <laughs> and in the final product... They were still garbage pail kids, <laughs> but it worked. Yeah, and it was funny because they're hum- New Yorkers. Yeah, they look more like monsters than the monsters do. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! But uh, mind blown, Mike. What's the plot? Why am I always the one giving the plot here? Because I love your explanations of the plot. What are you talking about? They're usually long-winded and boring, or they're really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes them great. So what, you cut out the long-winded ones? Is that how that works? I don't listen to our podcast, a- obviously. Absolutely not. I leave it 100% in. <laughs> oh, God. You don't um, get a choice in the matter. This is about the the Teenage Mutant Turtle story rewritten again, or retold again. Um, so you it's know, their origin story. So you know how every, like, five years we have to see uh, how Batman become Batman? That's same thing like this. It's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, it, it you know it has its own twists uh, on how it happens. Uh, the memes spot on. I think they're great. We'll get to those later. Uh, so it's about these turtles just basically trying to find their way to like be accepted by the New Yorkers. Okay. In the world at large. And the world at large, but because we're just want focused. To be re- they want to be real teenagers. You're right, Kevin. New York teenagers. is the world. What what can I say? <laughs> uh, so it's just them trying to make a name for themselves and to be accepted in society. Nice. There you and go. So the plan is to become heroes by foiling this great uh, criminal that's been plaguing New York for this these past couple of weeks. Exactly. Good job, Mike proud of you thanks me you didn't even need any help i know right good job i'm the best around ain't no one gonna keep me down you know what we kevin i don't even think we need to be here we right. can leave mike and he can talk I'll about start the movie. opera singing when they leave <laughs> um that's my threat that's not a it's not a benefit so uh the movie uh it a, was better than i was expecting it it's would, a to seth rogan joint i yep. actually liked it a lot the had a lot of fun oh yeah all the references they made were like current john cena's in this movie yes Yes. he plays rocksteady yeah him Uh, and bebop that's funny bebop Uh, and rocksteady are seth rogan john cena all the uh all the references they made are current but not current in the way where it feels like some guys writing it like hello fellow teens this is millennials writing it it it, no but it actually felt like that that this is one of the first movies where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles actually feel like teenagers. Like, we're all not... We're, none of us eat, uh, are, like, a single child... What was, it, what was the word I looking for? Uh, we all have siblings. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, like, the way the brothers act towards each other is very, like, sibling energy. Yes. Like, yes, being dorky, say, just repeating the same just shit. Being really cringe. In, <laughs> being cringe. <laughs> just being real cringe. Right. But in the best way. In, like, the most, yeah. like... Giving each other shit. Yeah. Yeah. And hyping each other up. Yeah. And just start repeating, like... You guys find one funny word, and you guys keep repeating it, it at it, each yeah. other <laughs> in funny voices. Like, have a cheese. I need my bacon, egg, and cheese McMuffin. Bacon, egg, and cheese. I need my bacon, egg, and cheese. And then April's just like... Everyone's gonna hate you if they if I put a video. I don't video think I can this. record this. And then they're just like, <laughs> a fucking accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they actually have actual like you know kids uh, voicing these characters. Yes, and the kids do a phenomenal job. Great job. It, it all as much as I love Sam Regal, even though he is a child, uh, it, it, it's it's. Enough, it's fine to have also children voice these characters. Yes. Right? Um, but no, the dynamic between the turtles and Splinter is very well done. It's and yeah. the, they they rewrite the origin a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like they Splinter feels like a just a doing his best immigrant dad. Yes. And He's he's not like a old kung fu master. No. So like the <laughs> it's amazing. Sto- the original story of Splinter is that he is the pet rat of a, a mas- kung fu master, master. Yeah. That's been assassinated by the Foot Clan. Yes. Yeah. And so he's had to run away into the sewer, which also the turtles got uh, oozed, deposited uh, by uh, like some little girl who couldn't keep them, and then yeah. like they got turned into. Which is a cool origin story on its own. Yeah. I think that's really good. But Wasn't this it one... Megan Fox owned those turtles as pets? And then... It could I, have been. I Honestly, I don't give a shit about the Michael Bay ones. <laughs> I, just, I did not like I those not, No, I mean, the second, ones were, the second one was great. It's Bebop, Rocksteady, and like, yes. uh, the, the, they actually acted like siblings. And they were still tanks. Yep. But... Uh, no, they, so, they were also a little bit tanky in this movie. Yeah, too. yeah. So the art direction in this movie is actually super good. Yeah, it's fantastic. It it's grimy, gross, it's but very, it works. Graffiti like it's and yeah. it fe- but it feels like a comic book. It they you can see the inspiration that was taken from uh, into the Spider Verse. But what I appreciate is while watching the movie, I see it as inspiration. It doesn't feel like they were trying to copy it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which I like a lot more. Yeah, like and I said, it's such a uh, the, the Spider Verse um, movie like kind of changed animation, which yeah. I think, I think is good for the best. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, all the characters in the movie are great characters. Yeah, they have so much personality and like uh, they did the brothers real good justice, gave them really distinct personalities, and was able to show them really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, Raph wasn't just an angry boy. He, he was, was an angry in, boy <laughs> who had like no idea where to channel his, a, his emotions. And he was, was a he was kind of like a little bit of a himbo. He was like yeah, you know, just like still strong. Um, yeah, but he wasn't like a complete psychopath. He loved his brothers. Yeah, like he wasn't an asshole. Yeah. Mike just liked to play around improv and stuff like that. He's the, like, chillest. Donatello is not as smart as, no, I, as previous iterations. I, like, I has, think or he's he has not the potential. As he's pretty nerdy still, actually. I, oh, yeah, he's pretty nerdy. I but feel like he like, does a lot with, like, some tech stuff that the others don't. Yeah. But I think the reason why there's that element of he's not he's not the smartest rendition is because he's also the youngest he's actually a teenager in this one yeah Yeah. because like uh because uh donnie's always been competent yes Yes. like he could uh and like this is like he he still still relies on leo yeah in this movie but he also still comes up with plans like he has like high int but he's low whiz yeah exactly in this movie which i think is really good like uh he because he's still the one that comes up with the idea of how to win the battle yeah Mm -hmm. And Le- it's just uh, Leo's leading him to the right like destination, yeah, or helping him like on the way. And Leo fits into his role; he's the leader of the group. He kind of tries to keep everyone on the straight and narrow, but 
you know, he's still also a teenage boy, and he's yep. like, Ferris Bueller? Yeah. And his uh, hormones all activate at the same <laughs> yeah. time when he sees April O'Neil. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, fucking love that scene where he's like, we must help the beautiful woman get her chariot back. <laughs> and Ninja, go! They, I Just the one line of like, it's like all of his hormones activated at the same time. <laughs> and then every time he's on the phone with April, all the brothers are like, ooh, what you saying? What you, who are you talking to? Yeah, you know, if this was uh, not a PG movie, they would be moaning in the background. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> they would the fuck be. Up. <laughs> They were just like right under that line too. Yeah, um, uh, Donnie is indeed. a a JoJo fan, as he should he, be. He's an anime um, weeb. Yes, yes. <laughs> but they all are a little bit. Kinda, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, and then the other mutants that come, and we'll cover that later. But the other mutants that show up in the show too also have just so much personality. Oh yeah, and. I all the character designs are super memorable. Yes. Like I I could if you fucking name a character, I can describe them to you right now and it's been a solid what 2 weeks since we saw the movie. Mm-hmm. So like it the character design is also very well done. Yeah, like the brothers have distinct designs. They're not just like different mask only. Yeah. They're their outfits like, are really. Raph is I, a himbo still. He he's like yeah. the biggest one of the brothers. I feel like there's a certain um, uh, inspiration also taken from the new Nickelodeon like animated show they did. Do you guys know about that one? Yeah, I heard that one was really good. It's supposed to be a. It's a more anime take on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but each turtle is basically designed around a different species of turtle so raf is designed as like a snapping turtle mm-hmm. and like so he's obviously a bit boxier and he's got like spines and stuff he's a bit like stronger so i feel like there was some inspiration with that when it came to uh setting up like the specific character designs in this movie yeah. too which worked really well um I do like. Well, they like, t- they also take advantage of them being like mutants. Yeah. yeah. So it's like they're not just like a, an insect or an animal that's been anthropomorphized. They're like, they're one of their limbs is like huge, or they're like missing some yeah. stuff, so that has to be replaced with robotics. They look fucking disgusting. Yeah. But they look less disgusting than the New Yorkers <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> Um, all, all the New Yorkers look looks like they had that one disease that made them all puffy. What is it called? It's with an M. Uh, Meningitis? No. Uh, like mul- gigantism? No, not gigantism. It's oh, m- my m- God. M- you know mumps? What mumps. Mumps. Yeah, it made yeah. me think they all had mumps. Dude, you're not wrong. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was telling them, like, uh, after, like, the movie was over and we were walking out, I was like, this is, like, an animated, uh, like, everyone drew over the Crank Yankers puppets oh god yeah uh it's like kind of that design everyone's like asymmetrical their nose and their face leans like one side of their head or whatever um but it was like endearing it's it's the most like kind of um and like the plot of the movie them being just like they want to attend high school yeah uh, yeah is like so it's so adorable um, and it's uh, also like a story of like Splinter trying to keep them from the world because like he made an attempt going out into the world, but everyone thought he was like a monster, a monster because he is just kind of like, a and they rat, just immediately, yeah, out of immediately the, wanted to chastise the poor guy. Understandable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the training arc was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> like you have to, te- you have to somehow turn these, uh, teenage turtles into, ninjas no, and it, children turtles and, it, the time. and if you're doing you're, a plot where like the center point isn't splinter trying to avenge his like old master yeah how do you like rationalize that and it's just like i need to teach them self-defense protect the, yourself so the most 70 80s like martial art movies yeah. oh yeah so good a bunch of just like bruce lee movies. Splin- i i never thought i would see splinter with jerry curls <laughs> but it was great uh yeah no jackie chan as splinter is like pretty fantastic mm-hmm. honestly a pretty stacked cast and yeah. everyone 
does such a good job especially the like their entire mutant road gal- mutant cousins are, are all like played by different uh celebrities and stuff yeah, yeah. hannibal Buress. we've got uh seth rogan post malone fucking ice cube as the main one of the as main superfly. Te- yeah, yeah no, superfly fucking encompasses that really so yeah he did it's so good, good. by the way i i want us to just that this was something i was talking to my wife about the other day is it's so funny to see the development over time of these like 80s and 90s like hardcore gangster rappers yeah. and then what they're about now mm-hmm. so you've got like ice cube at nwa in uh oh, fuck what was the other group he did he did himself. He did a No, he life. had he had a group after he left NWA briefly. I don't know. Fuck. Sure. I, it's nah, gonna yeah, bug I... me. But you've got his like a pretty hardcore past. Now he's voicing a character in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated movie. I mean, and I, like, he's doing I like family comedies and stuff I don't like know. that. Snoop Dogg always makes me laugh. The first um the first film he did, I think, was like family movies. Yeah. It was like Yeah, cuz well, Friday, yet? yeah, are we there yet or uh, uh, no, Friday? Not, yeah. Yeah, yeah Friday. Friday. After Friday. Yeah. Are we there yet? It was like, like av- the first are we No, there it's yet? just funny. It's yeah. just something to think about. But And like, I think the same's true with Tupac. I yeah. think it, it it's not like he was a rated R Tupac. Yes. Before he, before like the, the movies that Tupac was in. Yeah. I don't think they were like too hard or anything. It was just like him acting. Which movies was he in? I actually forgot. I didn't see any of them. I'm sorry. I'm a fake fan. Was he in any movies? Yes. Am I stupid? Oh my God, he was. <laughs> yes, he was an actor. An actor? Yeah. Why does it say he was in the 2018 movie? Because he never died. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know because Tupac would... is alive yeah Tupac's alive dude ah, you should know yes. this um, no yeah all the performances are super well done and Snoop is probably in Paw Patrol too yeah yeah, that'd be funny um, uh, no Snoop Dogg just you know uh, hanging out with someone he used to deal with yeah <laughs> just... he, he did a cooking show with yeah. uh, Martha Stewart and he was not the felon in production yeah um, and like, uh, Ice T is doing, you know, detective shows. Yeah, he he made songs about fuck the police, and he proceeded to play a, a police officer. police officer for fifteen years <laughs> on Law and Order SVU. Ice T, yes, no, fuck the police is by NWA. I didn't say fuck the. Pol- I said he made songs saying fuck the police. I didn't say he made the song fuck the police. Okay, that makes more sense. I was also he he wrote songs talking about how shit the police are, and then he poli- he played a police officer for fifteen years, and then uh, and then now we have Kanye West in jail. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I w- I will say one thing that I was very thankful for and surprised it didn't turn into is that when you hear a Basically, anyone that hears a movie written by Seth Rogen, you're immediately assuming it's going to be some type of stoner comedy. And I feel like with this movie, it's very well done. I don't... Did he write it or did he just, like, produce and direct it? He directed and wrote it. it. Mm -hmm. He did not not direct it. Uh, Does Seth Rogen make bad movies? I, I wouldn't... Does he... Well, has... The, the movies that he's written, are they ever bad? What movies has he written? Uh, that's what we're going to look at right Pineapple now. Pineapple Express. Oh, God damn it. I hate the... Okay, he can't just live off the laurel the laurels of Pineapple Express, Kevin. So, I mean, that's his first big one. Uh, he did... He did Sausage s- Party was he, pretty funny. Dude, Sausage Party was ass. Oh, Sausage Party. <laughs> that was fun I thought that was a fun one. Uh, that is... That is a name. That is an he... experience. <laughs> oh, he wrote for Preacher? That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote some stuff for The Boys, Diabolical, mm-hmm. uh, Neighbors 2. Mm-hmm. That the one inter- wasn't very good. That, no, that one wasn't good. Uh, he did The League, the TV. He did two episodes of The League. Uh, this is it. the end. The Watch. Oh, the man. watch was fun. The internet. You, the you mean you mean the movie that basically only came out on 
certain theaters in the entire Southwest. Hey, the watch was still fun. Because they tried to extort uh, one of the more popular movie chains in the area for more money, and they said, fuck you. Um, Green Hornet, Pineapple Express, Super Bad. So I wouldn't, I, again, I'm not going to say that Seth Rogen is a bad filmmaker, but I would say most of his films hit a very specific demographic. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not common you see anyone outside of that demographic enjoy some of his movies. This is a movie that is well-written. But it's like, but this movie also uh, is not out of the character for him. No, no, not at all. Yeah, so, like, this is well within Seth Rogen's wheelhouse, and I think of him as a competent, like, writer. Yeah. I yeah. think he's funny. He, like, writes good jokes. Uh, he, like, acts well. Um, he's, like, a great comedy actor. As a voice actor, I only see him as Seth Rogen. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that's a good thing because I didn't really, only does... I didn't I didn't care for him in Donkey Kong as Donkey Kong. Yeah, <laughs> I did not care. He anyone could have played that role. I, I all I saw was Seth Rogen in that. Mm-hmm. Well, that was like you know them trying to get as much money as possible by hiring the most well known names. Just hitting into uh, to cast their, even though they had Mario, they had the man who played like voice actor Mario. Yeah, I don't think I would be comfortable with Charles Martinet doing his uh Italian character for the entire thing. No, I would be fine with like Vinnie Vinesauce doing a Brooklyn accent, doing his (laughs) Mario Super Show Mario. Yes, Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that for the entirety. Yeah, but But not Charles Martinet doing like the yahoo wahoo, <laughs> wahoo. but uh so yeah the movie the movie is very well animated i feel like the uh, voice acting solid voice acting is great and the, it's cra- and it's crafted with like um like uh, with like a reverence for the source material yes, yes. there uh, because it's like it's it, it's chock full of like childhood references for seth rogan's demographic his generation Mm -hmm. um and it also like is still in touch with today's youth with how like teenagers act today and like the things that they know it's it doesn't patronize children it doesn't like make make up like stereotypical uh like language and it's not how do you do fellow kids type type shit it's like competently and like well researched. Th- this is it's a movie a, that made me feel old though, because I was like, "Oh, I actually understand the references." How does that make you feel old? Because usually, when I, when I was a a teenager and a kid, I'd understand any of the references made in like kids shows because they were right. all from the eighties and yeah. stuff like that. Okay, and now it's the other way around. Where I was like, "Oh, I get it." But yeah, this is definitely a movie that parents and the children will both enjoy. Yeah, it's a equally. it's a it's a movie for like the old school like eighties like Turtles fans also because yeah. they still had Marky Mark's song in there. So yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you know, go ninja. The music is great. Mm-hmm. Fucking banger soundtrack. <laughs> Superfly just showing up. <laughs> Fucking swagger like a motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah. And like oh, that was so good. You know, I didn't know what to expect with like the villain introduction, but then when he walks I out I did not see that coming. When he walks out, I'm just like, there is no other way you could have introduced this guy. <laughs> and also he so has like such good. a he has like such a sympathetic origin story. Yeah. That's that's something I wanted to cover. There is So there's a very common thing that like when you're writing cause he, cause Splinter, if written by someone else people could interpret it as like, oh, he's just being mean or he's being like whatever to the turtles or whatever. But every... Been an overprotective dad. Overprotect- but everyone's motivations and stuff were logical mm-hmm. and made sense. The and- only thing that was kind of like can take you out a little bit of it is, um, is Superfly's uh, motivation makes sense. You know, yeah. he's angry. He His father got killed. Baxter Stockman was his like world. He saved his... Siblings. Siblings, yep. And then he's like, okay, big jump, big logical jump, kill all humans. Well, 
Hold on. He was, no, he was. So he tried, because he did what Splinter did. Yeah. And he tried to reintroduce himself and his siblings to humanity. Mm -hmm. And they did the exact same thing. And he even said in the story, there was a guy that chased us into an alley with a baseball bat and was going to kill us. But I molly whopped him. Mm -hmm. I fucking, I, I beat him within an inch of his life. And you know what? That's what we need to do to all the humans. Yeah. So... I, 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 it goes down that kind of uh, trope in a lot of movies, and it's kind of a trope I like of showing that hey, the antagonist and the protagonist have an origin story, but the way they react to a focal uh, so, point yeah. in their journey, like split them off into t- two separate I, paths to reach the same goal. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I love that. <laughs> it's, 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 even though Splinter is not the protagonist, really. No. Like, uh, the uh, did you see Puss in Boots? Yes. The, the newest one, the Last Wish. Yes. Yeah. I think they had a solid antagonist, even though they had vastly. It wasn't like the same origin story, but I think it was done really well. Would like, you consider Death as the antagonist, or like John Horn? I consider John the reoccurring antagonist, whereas like the overarching villain was Death. John. 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 Horn, John was a great villain. He is the best antagonist because of how cartoonishly evil, evil he is. <laughs> and he just went with it. And I was like, yeah, he doesn't need a, a super like... Even Jiminy Cricket yeah. said, I give up on you. You yeah. need to burn. That was so good. Anyways. Uh, but uh, uh, so, but no. both, both like, er, every, go. Everyone's motivations in the movie is right. sympathetic. And uh, ex- ex- except for the uh, like development lead from the evil company... Though they're still a mystery. Oh, Maya Rudolph's character? Yeah. Uh, they... They just want to make It's money. our property. They wanted to... I mean, like, that's... I mean, that's every... Um, evil company. Evil corporation whatever, in the movie. Whatever the, co- the evil company is. I don't yeah. remember what... I don't remember what it's called either. Who's Corp? <laughs> Umbrella or Corporation. Something. Like, they've always had kind of that same motivation. We need to capture the turtles to recreate Baxter Stockman's formula. So we need to milk them. Which is one of my hold on, favorite. Hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. We'll get to that in spoilers. I think. I think we should get to that in spoilers. Yeah, we'll we'll talk. I about... think all three of us should say that at the same time. Yes. So, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else to cover in the non-spoiler section because I, I like the ending. I thought it was a nice ending. Oh yeah, I like the ending. The ending was good. The it's it, it's like the best type of ending you can you expect to, to have it. from this movie. Yeah, and. It works. It's it, an ending that leaves itself open if they decide to pursue yeah. it further. But even if they don't, I think this movie can confidently stand on its own. Yeah. So, so also it does something different that a lot of like superhero slash, um, uh, I don't know, like mutant out of, uh, fish out of water type stories have uh, that I like. I can go into later on in the spoilers. Yeah. But it does something like different. It disrupts kind of like the status quo of that world, yeah. Um, in a sense, and it's like that's always like something that I welcome because it's always something different that interesting. A lot of like movies do, and you and you even get Kevin's favorite trope: um. New Yorkers coming together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, that was good. Yeah, I know. Um, I fucking teared up at the end of like the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> uh, I did the first time I saw the ending of Ninja Turtles because uh, like uh, I saw the ending to it like before I watched the movie with you guys. Oh, so you yeah. ha- you enjoy New Yorkers coming together? It's, it's more like, than it's that. It's like a tear jerk. It's more than that. It's uh, uh, is this something we need to cover in spoiler territory? No, um, because okay. like uh, it's, I cried at Avatar one when it was just like um, him doing a speech saying like go as fast as the wind can take you, and collect the and like gather up as many troops as you can, and it was like bombastic mm-hmm. side eye. <laughs> um, you also got a tear when uh when you saw Pacific Rim and they get <laughs> he controls the Jaeger on his own. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah no I I I I don't privy to um sad emotional shit um I I fall privy to like triumph yeah and uh, familial bonds oh you also teared up at the end of a uh, quiet place too yeah that was exactly it it's familial yeah. bonds it's triumph mm-hmm. 
All right. We ready for spoilers? Uh, I think so. I don't know if there's anything else I can think of in the non-spoiler section, at least. Uh, oh, um, well, no, because we kind of covered it. Just the animation style feels claymation-y a little bit. I, I would... see where you're coming from. I don't 100% agree, but I do see where you're yeah. coming from. Which is not a, char- bad th- it's not a char- bad thing. The character design is very claymation-like. Yeah. Yeah. That I agree with. Yeah, which I think that was interesting. That was yes. a new like art style I haven't really seen. Did we want to say anything about um it's not a controversy. I don't the wanna, April like, thing. I don't want to give as much like oh, the credit a- that it's a controversy. It's so, like I have seen several versions of April O'Neil. Mm-hmm. I do not have. I'm not married to any specific. I am not no. either. Honestly, this version felt right. It's fine. It worked really if well. If you're cultured, there's only one April O'Neil for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it felt the porn star. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it felt. Uh, uh, this version of April O'Neil fit perfectly within the world they created. Mm-hmm. Fit perfectly within the dynamic of the turtles and like. Their comedy, their like tight, their like rhythm when it came to discussing things and talking about each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Whatever controversy was around that, fuck off. Just watch the movie. I'm just saying that if they want to change someone's race, just make a new character. See, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Uh, anyways, other than that, like, yeah, I think we can move on to spoilers. Are, Are the it- turtles black? So <laughs> that. Okay, that's actually a funny conversation I had with my wife after the movie. What? So, okay, no. So, this was my wife's first exposure to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, Oh, she lives under a rock. Yeah. She lives in a sewer. Uh, She just... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles never came up on her radar for any reason. She didn't watch watch cartoons on a Saturday. She did not. So... This was kind of her first exposure, and it was really funny because she came and she's like, yeah, the turtles were always supposed to be a representation of the black community, right? I'm like, dude, no. No. That's not what they were. And she's like, are you sure? I'm like, they were just New Yorkers. I'm like, okay, the comics, it was like actually a a serious, like gritty comic. Mm -hmm. In the original, like, cartoon, it was just stupid Saturday morning cartoons. They were just teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think the, I 2000, the 2003 Fox version, mm-hmm. um, I think, was still more serious, especially yes. since they started going into multiple dimensions in the future. Uh, and then once Nickelodeon picked it up with the 2008 TMNT movie and then like all of the several reboots and shows they've done afterwards, I ha- I stopped following Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles once Nickelodeon took, go- took yeah. over. Um, I mean, they turned into just like a teenage. They they turned into teenagers. Yeah, it's not. They're not supposed to represent a specific like group. They represent teenagers. Exactly. Like I always just saw them as like native New Yorkers. Yeah, they make chicken wings. Exactly. Like that's what I basically saw them as. Yeah, and uh, kids that grew up in New York. And the you know spirit of vengeance. Yeah. Yes. But uh, no, it was it was just funny you you brought that up because my wife was said that at, on our drive <laughs> home. They're Puerto Ricans, <laughs> yeah. But if you want to know, except for Splinter, who's always in canon, a weeb. He's he, not Japanese. He's but he's always mimicking the accent <laughs> because he loves the art. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, that's awesome. All right. Spoilers. Three, two, one. Splinter is definitely Puerto Rican. <laughs> uh milking. milking yeah mega so, milker 2000 yeah it doesn't say mega milker it's just like no it, no, does it is say... it says mega milker 2000 dude oh okay yeah <laughs> so, so there's there's this like throwaway away throw away line that splinter constantly repeats like they're gonna experiment on you and milk you and we don't tur- even have nipples <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole time the turtles are like what are you even talking about we don't have nipples what would they milk, milk. <laughs> like what are you talking about and then like they get captured and it's like we no we need the contagion in your blood so we must and they're like oh god no don't say we'll hook it. you up to no no this can't be happening <laughs> milk you <laughs> no <laughs> and then it scrolls down to like the machine's name the mega like milker, milker tooth and it's like what the fuck 
That this was is, such a pog This moment. is the most awkward and longest lead up to a payoff. And it works so well because I think the four of us laughed the loudest out of everyone in the theater. I, I wasn't prepared for the mega milker <laughs> to the re- <laughs> it, it was so like, it could have been just like uh like freaking well, this was the plot Extractor of... Extractor machine something, but no. It had I to... think this was the plot of like the second Michael Bay movie, right? I have no They idea. also got mega milked? Yes. They, they, it could have been, they but I, to... I don't think it was called like Either a that or the, the first movie. I know that there was a scene where they were in a test tube and like they were getting yeah. milked. Um, yeah. But no, there's just... It was just... always like an extractor or something like that. It wasn't yeah, like... Yeah, you got to get that so... ooze out yeah. of there. There, there's just like certain jokes that like especially with the characters that are same it just works like the fucking oh fuck what's his name there's uh, a so there's um also kind of like a bit of a meme after the movie came out where it's like i did not expect to be mentally scarred with splinter tonguing a mutant yeah. <laughs> or april throwing up on, on screen <laughs> that, that's not too bad no no, no I was, funny, but, but i like, thought it was gonna be like off screen like it normally does you know <laughs> but yeah it's just like You're just straight center, up center then, frame yeah no just yeah like, there's, there's this like cock Roach mutant that they're like oh she speaks oh what language she, she, she speaks say? mutant or something no she no, no. Speak, she doesn't she vermin. Speaks vermin she speaks vermin yeah and uh she's like and then like splinter constantly talks about like do you know no, how hard it is to, to, cut cut to, to date mutants in my age group i know i've tried <laughs> and then like he interacts with her briefly and he's like she's very it. attractive and then like at one point she he speaks vermin to her and she's like she's very nice and very attractive and then at one point he's like you know i have a place we could go back to and she's just like <laughs> just full tonguing and it's like oh my, oh my god. god it's so good <laughs> more and uh a fucking just uh mondo gecko just being a chill dude yeah yes. what's up bruh yeah and then him and michelangelo <laughs> just, off. just freaking skateboarding uh, together wingnut the bat with all the, the electrical tech. just being a weeb and tech guy that just gets along talking with about Donnie. akira <laughs> yeah mm. Like, or when she's like, so at the sewer is, how's the internet situation? Are we good for streaming? And like Splinter's like, no. And she's like, okay, no streaming. I'll I'll, I'll hotspot it or something. I don't know. (laughs) But it's just a Ray Ray Filet just constantly wanting to sing. Yeah. He does. So because he's always singing it, it's hard to tell that that's post Malone. Yes. But yeah, you know, Mr. Beast is also in this movie. It's, it's pretty like awesome cast yeah uh hold on and and then ice cube as superfly oh my god i don't know why i did not connect that it was ice cube when i initially saw it Mm -hmm. and then after you thought it was just a guy doing an impression of ice cube no i just thought it was a guy doing his voice doing doing an impression of like a gangster (laughs) i didn't think he was doing an impression of everyone but then like what i I think about is like um like just twenty one, the twenty one Jump Street series. Like yeah. you guys are making a mockery in front of Korean Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it just I love every character. Like when he and walks out with that with the music and bumping in the background from his vehicle, I'm like, he oh is my god, Superfly. Yeah, I, I, he's like, hey, come come out with the tech, come on. What's and then when he sees their mutants, everyone's screaming. He's like, hey, hey. mutants, oh, let's go party. Yeah. Uh, and it's also like endearing when they are hanging out at the bowling alley. Yeah. Because they're like, this is the first time they can connect with people that are yeah. similar to them. And it's it's in that connection that like everyone is super sympathetic because they, the turtles don't want to hurt him. No. Yeah. And honestly, like they, they don't even want to hurt the turtles other than Superfly. Because uh, yeah, because what I loved is during the entire chase after that when they have the tech and they're trying to get away. The other people are like, "Hey, easier if you just stop. Yeah. Just stop. Super Superfly is gonna get pissed, and they're like, he's already mad, and they're like, this is him being nice.' Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, and I I do want to cover this because we're on the topic. This is why I love the ending to this movie so much. Mm-hmm. Is that like near the climax, like Superfly's quote unquote family uh-huh. kind of confronts him and like listen we don't want to kill humans we never wanted to we yeah. never wanted to we kind of just did it because like we you don't let us and we were just in the groove of yeah, it yeah you're you're kind of like our like 
older brother figure. We're going to follow you wherever. Uh-huh. But like now that we like have this option, we don't want why, why do we have to do it? Mm-hmm. Like this is proof that some people can be nice. Let's at least try. Yeah. And April becoming that bridge. Also, it was like allow it allowed Splinter to come back out of the sewers. Yeah. yeah. And it allows like him and his foil to have that like moral conundrum again. Yeah. Because Superfly also is like, you could have been me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even at one point when like everyone's fighting to keep him from turning on the he device, talks to Splinter. he's like, Splinter, you and I agree. We're on the same side. Help me out, dude. Mm hmm. And Splinter's like, no, I'm not like you. Yeah. Um. And then at the end, when they like that are flying red hot kick. Yeah. And then at the end, when they beat Superfly and when they resolve the issue, like, it's not like some other superhero movies where like the minions are just kind of thrown off into the like sunset, like figure shit out. Yeah. The turtles are like, hey, just come live with us. Yeah. We've got somewhere that's big enough for us all to live. Let's figure it out. And like, you have a really nice scene where they're all like just. Being a family, you know, being you know. a family, figuring it out. Yeah, they're and all also, happy. yeah, and also all of New York helped them take down Superfly yeah. because he turned into a Titan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because Donnie's a fan of Attack on Titan, They've... he's like, "We need to go to the nape of the neck and put this antigen into his bloodstream." Yeah, I fucking love all the anime. Oh, oh my god! And when they go into the high school and Donatello sees the locker with yeah. the Attack on Titan like drawing on it, he's like. <gasps> He also, this guy also watches Attack on Titan. I understand who he, he is, is spiritually. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. And then, uh, yeah, and, and you just see the turtles kind of come into their own. And once they're, like, accepted into high school, yeah, you see, even in their, like, normal everyday clothes. Which they got normal everyday clothes, which was yeah. cool to watch. I was and like, oh, shit. They're not just naked in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and they each have their own style, too. Yeah. Like, and they're, well, they their own grou- they're all getting their own group of friends and stuff and like it, that. And every single one fits in their personality. Leo's in the fucking slacks with a tucked-in polo. Yeah. Doing fucking student council and shit. Donnie is with all the with nerds, nerds just on their <laughs> on computer. The it's like, I found my, my people. people. <laughs> Hi, guys. And they all just... Hi. They just wave and then go back to their computers. <laughs> I'm at home. My, Mike, Mikey's yeah. doing the fucking improv and Raph is... Doing wrestling I, or something? I, oh, or? Raph, Bebop, and Rocksteady bond oh. over their mutual anger issues <laughs> and aggression issues. And Raph goes into wrestling because he's like, I have an outlet for my anger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... But, like, yeah, so it's... Uh, it's a disrupt. It's a change of the status quo because, like, if this was a TV show, the turtles would be underground for an entire season. Yeah, and humans would not know that they exist. So, and like, by making them public, they're now able to be out in the outside world, and like, they got everything that they wanted. Uh, that puts the uh, potential sequel into a different position. Yeah. Whereas, like, if they were still just like in the shadows. Because it's hinted that that you know uh, Shredder. Shredder showed up. Yeah, I mean, like it, he's there in the post credits. Yeah, so he's just staring out at New York, which mm-hmm. is like interesting. Shredder not being the first movie's villain, which I, I respect. Think is, which I think is works better for this type of movie because it leads them for losing so much more. Later. If they were to because, do a second one, because Shredder in like every iteration is a terrifying villain. Yeah. yeah. And I, like you said, I like it more where he shows up when they actually have more to lose. Right. And, um, you know, it's, and and you know what, something else I like is that kind of going back to what you said, Kevin, about if this was a TV show, every one of the people they became friends with would have been a villain of the week. Yeah. Would have been some random escapade they deal with with them, eventually be friends, blah, blah, blah. But Mm -hmm. like, they kind of go through that more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love the shredder tease. Yeah. That was great. And I love, and again, this goes back to my wife having no exposure. She's like, who shredder? I'm yeah. like, he's the big bad. I thought the security guy was going to end up being shredder for a little bit. Secu- oh yeah. Nah. I, I, Cause he got a, he got a scar and everything. Yeah. Like that. So I was like, Oh, is he going to end I up see- being shredder? Yeah, I could see that. Um, but, they didn't go that way, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm fine with Shredder being even bigger, more of a dangerous thing. Because he gets the scar from... Or he gets a scar from Scar. Yeah. 
And then uh, April has her own character art arc of mm-hmm. finally being able to get over her uh, stage fright after yeah. puking only a little bit this time. Only a little bit. Uh, instead of uh, at the high school where it was played forward in reverse, reverse remixed, remix. and then... <laughs> oh, that was so good. <laughs> uh, uh, the fight scenes were really good and fun. Uh, it, it They had personalities with their fighting. They were well choreographed. Yeah. And they were well animated. So uh, Like, they, they got in their first fight, and it was a crapshoot. It was a mess, messy crapshoot. But you saw their training kick in and yeah. stuff. It's yeah, it it was a great like progression for every character. And mm-hmm. like you even saw Splinter get, get to be badass a little bit. Yeah. And it's it was just good. And again, you I always appreciate fight choreography in animated movies especially because like there is a budget to choreog to cor- to like drafting an action scene in an animated movie and uh you can always tell when it's badly choreographed or badly shot if you're getting confused on where anyone is in a scene it's the the, the camera's incredibly close and mm-hmm. there are like five thousand cuts or th- yeah i think it takes inspiration also from jackie chan's choreography mm-hmm. yeah especially how donatello donatello uses like you know his giant pole arm and how, uh, all the other turtles use props the the yeah. environment is part of like the choreography especially in that garage fight i think there was an old boy reference in the garage fight too I have no idea. Because wasn't there... No, it wasn't in the garage fight. It was when they were hunting down the uh, people that were yes. associated with Superfly. And so they, they would change each different turtle uh, in the same position doing the same thing. And they do... Yeah, they do have an old boy hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I thought was cool. It kind of like breezed through that, the, them doing their own thing. And they're also becoming more confident in their uh, combat skills. Because yeah. right now they were just like mimicking in front of video games and movies. Yeah. Uh, which is the dream for kids. So yep. finally, because of their natural talent and strength, that they could also like actually put, use them. Yeah, actually put it to use. Because uh, yeah, the, the, as like the movie went on, they started getting better and better and better and more confident at their abilities. And so you got to see them take on more guys and stuff like that. Yeah, there was never a point where there was never like a Deus Ex Machina point there was never there was never any leaps in logic or anything mm. that happened everything progressed very naturally and i, I love that i did like how superfly got his dad's haircut yes <laughs> that was pretty good you know it it you the jerry curl it yeah. becomes it becomes a style some yep. people mm-hmm. keep it but no it just just an overall very good film and a film feels that, good mm-hmm and a film that I didn't have, I didn't have like rock bottom expectations for it, but I didn't have high expectations either. And yeah. like coming out of it, I'm, I'm very happy this film got made. It's, it's a very good route for the turtles to go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think the, uh, the payoff for the mega milker 2000. So good. It's probably the height of the film. Just such a weird like thing to keep putting in. And it's like, okay, what is this bit they're doing? Yeah. And then it just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. It was just so good. Uh, the other one is like, uh, then I would say, I would agree with Kevin, probably like the New York, New York coming together to take on this Titan with like the very, <laughs> Or when, like, Superfly is, like, this giant child, and he's like, he'll run out of cars eventually, and he's right next to a parking, a parking garage. Ah, <laughs> oh, man! Uh, or when they uh, shoot him with the anti-mutagen gun, yeah. and it hits a horse, and a single horse runs away, and he's like, I didn't need that horse anyway. Uh, <laughs> also, we kind of didn't mention it, but April, like, t- we only kind of mentioned it, but April actually, like, letting New York know that the turtles are on their side yeah Yeah, that's like the end of her arc where she finally gets over her nervousness but like like, that was like kind of the catalyst to kind of let new york help them yeah but i mean any last thoughts on turtles i honestly favorite turtle go donatello kevin uh yeah it's yeah in 2003 it was donnie um i don't know i like leo in this movie okay mike i always like donatello too yeah um I think it was Leo first and then Donatello for me. That's fair. When he got more techie, this is more when I liked him. 
I I I have always Donatello has always been my favorite since the very beginning. I don't. Yeah, he's always been my favorite. Yeah. But uh, I highly recommend seeing this movie, and I think bring your kids, bring yeah, your parents, your your kids. Everyone has a good it. message overall too. Yeah, and unironically, your kids will like this movie. And there's again, the references are not cringe. It's not hello, fellow teens. It I, actually feels relevant. I want my uh, like game little like you guys remember those little ninjas. That you could get it like uh, for tickets and the stuff. The ones with like the parachutes that you throw on. Not up. not the parachute ones, just the ones with like the ninja star or the sword, yeah. and they're like made of rubber. Yeah, yeah that yeah. rubber material. That that kind of just like brings me back to that. I want those to come back. <laughs> okay. Those just, little like fifty cent capsule y- toys. Yeah. You, you know, I think those still exist. Do they? Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. I don't know. I haven't used like a capsule machine in a while. Well, no, you'd get them like uh, at like ticket places, they're at, like, like uh, arcades that do arcades tickets. and stuff. Oh, you know, like a Dave and Buster's. Like or Dave and Buster's. They're, or... they're like 10 tickets that any kid can five, afford. Like five or 10 tickets and you get a little ninja. Oh, I thought it was like a box of crayons or something. Nah. What about you, Kevin? You recommend it? Yeah, I said so. Um, it's, uh, I mean, like it's understandable for kids. Uh, it, teenagers will find it relatable. Uh, the jokes are funny for they adults. They got Riz. Um, God. <laughs> uh, especially, especially if you're like um, a large sibling group of brothers. Yeah. Um, I think it really relates to a lot of like uh, brothers that like. Yeah, or just cousins you're like really close to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's that kind of movie for sure. Yeah. Like yeah. I, this was just like me watching myself and my brother, and my cousins just. I I came out I came out house. of the movie with smiling ear to ear. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, appreciate you listening. You can find us at Bun Cinema on uh, X. It's no longer Twitter. It's X. And then uh, you can, if you want to help support the podcast, you can find us at patreon.com slash cinemabuns. Uh, I'm Donnie. Wait, does that mean Twitter is an available like name we can take again? Yeah. You, no, okay. I think twitter.com will still lead you to the same website. No, what I'm saying is we can we can take like the Twitter brand name now. No, I, they can still own it. Yeah, they still own that. Do you think brand. they'll they'll give it up? No, no. anytime soon. There's no way. Because I always like the word Twitter. I just don't like Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so technically, uh, they they're they're never gonna get rid of that brand. Okay. Twitter is something they own, and just like Kevin said, if you type in Twitter.com, you get auto directed to. Uh, X. So, Ritter, you need to make one called Ritter then. And then it will be an off-brand Twitter. Just, just why? Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's something that uh, that protects our freedom of speech. It'll be our own social uh, platform. Yeah. Um, Where we know. can speak the truth yeah. in a social setting. Unhindered by left-wing agenda. Sigma males unite. Yes, there will be constant gifts and compilations of Cillian Murphy. <laughs> and, oh, God, what's another big... Oh, and of uh, Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, catch us next week. I'm Ritter. I'm Mike. I am uh, out of the show. <laughs> Bye. One, two, three.